You're listening to Strong Woman Radio, a sanctuary free of testosterone, save for a few special guests, where ladies who like to lift heavy things can chit-chat about the struggles and success that comes with being a woman in a man-dominated sport. We welcome all listeners of all sports, be it strongman, CrossFit, Olympic lifting, or more. Please send us your own inside girl jokes or questions if you'd like to submit one through the contact form on paleoparents.com. Simply click the podcast drop-down from the top right corner and submit a question or comment under the SWR tab. While you're at it, shop on the sidebar of our blog for our favorite products and recommended partners. Now, let's get to our fearless leaders, two competitive strong women athletes who earned their invites to nationals within the first year of training for the sport. Please remember, Stacey and Vivian's banter is often mindless and should never be taken for professional medical advice. Oh my god. We're back. It's just us. Yay. I think we might have a case of the feels. Well, I'm just tired. <laughs> and I started my new programming yesterday, so I'm just tired. <laughs> I, I have a case of the feels because I've been <clears throat> listening to Adele's new album all day long. Yeah, you should not do that. <laughs> Who tells, like, no one ever recommends. You You should listen to Adele today. That's like sitting down and listen, watching, like... The notebook when you're really feeling the feels. Like, uh, that's a questionable life choice at best. I know, but it feels really good to feel the feels sometimes. <laughs> oh, I agree. But that's like, too, if you watch Fault in Our Stars, somebody, Glenda, gave me the Fault in Our Stars and a box of tissues and a blanket for Christmas one year because she was like, just in case you want to feel all the feels and watch the movie. Mm. <laughs> so I know that feeling for sure. Yeah, I'm just tired. Oh. And I don't want to have to do this programming right now, but I'm going to do it. Okay. Because I'm an adult. So, I'm going to jump right in to what's happening on the internet before we even talk about our shows. Sure. Because we're talking about the feels. You know what gave me the feels this week? The Ronda Rousey. Oh my god! <laughs> like, honestly, I was sick to my stomach. We bought the fight and we hosted a UFC party. Right. Okay? So, it was like a legit thing for me. It was the first one that we bought since, I think... Like, five years or something, right? right? Like, a really long time. We've gone to a couple of other people's homes, and we've watched YouTube clips, but we haven't, like... Invested your time and money. (laughs) Yes. And we... And I had, like, watched the weigh-ins the day before, and I had seen the drama about how um, Holly had put her hand on Rhonda, and Rhonda had freaked out at the weigh-ins. Yeah, she went to Wawa status. Yeah. And, you know, granted, like... They were both in the wrong, in my opinion. And I I feel like a lot of the internet took that clip and, like, used it against Rhonda. Like, Rhonda had been the only one to, like, do something wrong. And I'm like, no, it's against the rules to touch someone at the weigh-in. Like, I can understand why she was upset. She was overly aggressive and but she's a fighter right you're hoping she is right exactly but that's (laughs) why she kicks people's asses for a living that's her job so there was a lot of smack talk after that like in the 24-hour period after weigh-ins like shit went down and that's also why she didn't touch gloves which a lot of people on the internet don't know about the weigh-in situation they're like oh ronda's just a poor sport she didn't touch gloves no she didn't touch gloves because that girl punched her at weigh-ins like let's let's be real that all that said Ronda talked a lot of smack and did not back it up. That yeah. that fight was so one-sided. Well, it was like it was funny because I've seen her other fights and like she usually never rushes people and like this time she rushed and it was just like whoa, 
Like, you're not the fighter. I think she, game. yeah, she definitely but was I having also, a case of the feels. But Holly Holm is, like, world champion yeah. boxer. Yeah. Like, she is, like, maybe a little bit below Layla Ali. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, she she's a world champ. And also, what I was really impressed with is that where I didn't feel like Ronda could stand up with Holly, I was like, oh, she'll just take her down and wrestle her. Right. But Rhonda got her in the clinch, and Rhonda got her in the ground, and Holly got out of it. Yeah, fast. Because she knew she wasn't going to be able to hold but, down on the ground. But getting out of a clinch or getting out of yeah. an armbar with Rhonda, like, yeah. there aren't, like, any people that can say that they've done that, yeah. right? So this girl did her homework, she put in the work, she put in the training, yeah. and she took down someone who was feeling cocky and, like, they, you know, yeah. had it all worked out. I mean, everyone was like, oh, your girl lost. And I was like, dude... At this point, like, I, I win both ways because there's two ch- strong chicks out there that are, like, yeah. equally as, like, badass and, like, they match up and they, they fought and they put it all out there. And, like, no one else can say that. Like, you can sit and talk all day long about how you do whatever, but, like, are you putting your neck out there? Yeah. There's not a ton of us it was, that it was do that. It was a really intense fight. I could not fall asleep that night. I was sick to my stomach. Like, <laughs> I had so many feels. Because I knew that Rhonda had told everyone she's going to re- retire undefeated, and like she didn't do post show interviews, she was completely missing from social media, and yeah. it was like, and everyone was like reporting she's in the hospital, she broke her job, yeah, all this stuff, right? So it was like, it was it was super intense for me. I don't know why I took it like like it was my you bestie. Need to listen to the Joe Rogan podcast so you can get all the inside scoop. Oh my gosh, White, who was at the hospital with Rhonda that night? I totally am going to do that <laughs> once I'm done listening to Adele's album on repeat. Because <laughs> I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. I really enjoy it. It's like I really like Joe Rogan, yeah, so I he's, imagine he's that I would. He's very smart. And like he was on the flight with Dana White on the way back from Australia. Mm. So we got the inside scoop. And plus, Joe was like the announcer. And mm-hmm. they both like are friends with Rhonda. Yeah. And they both like respect Holly. So yeah. it was like interesting to see yeah. like... Well, and I was reading some stuff on the internet. I read so many things on the internet in like <laughs> the aftermath. Exactly Ronda Rousey in on the, the internet. In the aftermath of of that fight, there were so many things to read on the internet, and some of them were so infuriating and one sided, and like didn't know what they were talking about. Right. But other things were actually like really good articles yeah. about kind of what you were saying, like what this means for women. And yeah. one of the things that um, one of the articles that I read um, was this really comprehensive piece and. Uh, Monica can hopefully find it on the internet for show notes. Um, but well, anyway, I don't know. I, it's not like I flagged it to remember to, to share, but, um, so it was, they interviewed the mom and the mom, Rhonda's mom, who was also, I think a like world-class judo fighter or something, Mm -hmm. right. Was saying that she had been really frustrated with Rhonda's management and coaching for a really long time. And she felt like, the UFC moving Ronda's fight up from January in the US to November in Australia right. wasn't like fair of the UFC and that she didn't feel like Ronda's coaches had properly prepared her to right. to fight against a world boxing champion in that very short amount of time since her last title fight. Right. And, you know, it was like all these kinds of commentary where you're like, I can totally see that. And then it, it also went on to say like how much... Rhonda had done for the sport of like women in strength right. sports and, and UFC in general that yeah. like she has been a like single handedly that whole do nothing bitch thing right is the, like is I mean <laughs> just brought to light a sport that for a really long time had a cult following but went 
worldwide known with Ronda Rousey and has gotten sponsorships. And for people who like don't ever watch fighting, like they they watch they watch Ronda's fights, right? And then also like the sponsorships and stuff that some of the athletes have now was because Ronda opened the door for that. Like Ronda was the first one to get some really big sponsorships, and so it it was interesting from the perspective of what a woman did for the sport and how far she took it. And the article didn't make it about like, oh, she's pretty and oh, she's sexual. It was like, this chick is so badass that she propelled this sport. Like way. And she's like, where shit. Yeah. Where women in the (laughs) sport, like Gina Carano is the only like legit UFC woman fighter that I can think of before Ronda was in the scene. Like we watched it for a really long time and they're, there, those women fights were so few and far between. There was never enough to have one, let alone two title, title women fights, yeah. fights in, in one, one night. night. Like, it's just crazy to see, crazy awesome to see, like, how far it's come. And from the perspective of, like, what a woman did to help right. that. And then it kind of got me thinking about, like, women in general and strength sports and how a lot of people are interested in the women in CrossFit kind yeah. of stuff and seeing women move those heavyweights and, and do all those kinds of things where... You know, previously, I think it was thought of like, well, men do that stuff, right. you know, like strong man. Yeah. And now there's, um, there's female fighters that would kick your ass. Yeah, female fighters, female strong women, <laughs> female female lifters, female crossfitters. I mean, we're know. always there. It's just now that you now you hear us a little more. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but, like, I think it's really cool because like people are like, oh no, Ronda lost the fight, but now people are even going to watch closer because yeah. they're like, what is she going to do next? So what I is don't, Holly Holm going to do next? I, I, there's a whole new set of like yeah. people. Well, there's so many people on the Holly bandwagon. Which is great. It doesn't really, ma- like for me, it's just like, like I said, you win either way. Yeah. But if you, if you bought that fight to cheer Ronda on and at the end of it, you were like, F her, Holly's my girl. Like there's a little bit of, hey, we can, we can right. support all Everybody, oh, yeah. right? Like we can say, Ronda's still really talented, strong right. person who will but come back the even stronger. Fighter won that fight, right? But you know, but who Holly, knows? Holly did the training. She did the work. She right. showed up and she kicked ass. She owned that right. fight because no one, no one's ever a shoe in. That's yeah. why the fights are the fights. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will say that. Um, uh, oh my gosh, I completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was good. I went to a friend's house to watch it and it was good. Mm-hmm. It was really good. And we were all like, you know, talking smack, hanging out with the yeah. guys, yeah, and, yeah. Like, whatever. But it was, it was still cool. And everyone's like, are you like, do you have any feels about this? And I was like, I'm a woman in a strength sport. I win either way. Like, <laughs> I know how she feels. I get how both of them feel. Yeah. Yeah. I it, don't lose. I'll tell you, I was sick to my stomach, but I'm hoping that. I remember what I was going to say, that it's going to turn into probably what a lot of people don't know about, but there was this fight years ago where GSP was being really cocky about this fight that he had with this guy named Matt Sarah, who, like, wasn't the best fighter, and he was like, whatever, kind of the same attitude that um, Ronda had, kind of like, I can do it one-handed, it's not a big deal, went into the ring, and he lost, and he came back much more humble focused like he was so serious about his training and he got his shit together and i'm just crossing my fingers that that's what we're gonna see with ronda is like you thought she was a good fighter before an experience like this is is gonna make her like (laughs) the most focused the best fighter we've ever seen that's like when we go to shows and we do the way we want it to do it and it's like now i'm gonna put myself to the grind yep so 
I hope in general, like you said, that it means only good things for the sport. Yeah. And like, like Rhonda's Rhonda's talent doesn't change. She's still going to do Roadhouse movie and be all over the place yeah. in media. I and mean, like, really, she's everywhere all the time. So, like, I can't imagine. I, her I don't know how her training schedule I can't works. Imagine her training. Schedule and I think that was the, the way, point of like, like the. Supposed to yeah, I think that was the mom's point in the interview. Yeah. Was kind of like you can't she, do all this stuff. She went from just a fighter to a movie star, fighter, book writer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Inter- interviewer Jelly, uh, Jimmy Fallon, whatever yeah. you know. So, um, okay, yeah. Yay. So, um, other things happening in the internet. I read this really interesting article. Did you read it about? It was in the New York Times about how strength sports, which we've long been saying strengthen bone density specifically mm-hmm. in women and help prevent osteoporosis, have now been scientifically linked to better brain function in later years. Yeah, I have read that. Right? <laughs> yeah. And the article the article used a picture of Jen Sinkler, who we've had on the show, yeah. and it is who a friend of the, a friend of the show, Jen Sinkler, um, who runs Thrive is the Thinnest um, and does Movement Minneapolis and does the, she oh does God, everything. what's, what's the name everything. of that program? That's awesome. Smarter. No, no, no. Not, um, our words are not happening. Tonight. Yeah. It's, it's just not going to happen. We're not even drinking people. This is just, <laughs> this is just what happens on Friday on nights. Friday nights before a holiday. I'm going on Oy. vacation and it's about to go down. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that article, we'll put a link in the show notes. Really good, interesting article and, the next time that someone's giving you shit about lifting heavy being dangerous, be like, not only am I preventing osteoporosis <laughs> and improving my metabolism and hormone function and all of these wonderful things. My bro brain. My brain is going to be better than yours, dude. Um, A healthier bro brain. Yeah. So, um, Monica also linked this article for the show notes that um, we can put a link in. I think it's just more interesting in general because we are heavyweight lifters, yeah. but it's this article about how um, scientists are saying that being overweight can protect your health. This is kind of consistent with a lot of research that I've actually already read where they say that when you get older, if you have like a certain range of weight, not right. not so excessive, but if you go into if you go- kind of into that older age, little soft, a little soft, um, <laughs> that you, then when you, um, and therefore snugglier eat less and whatever that you're <laughs> going to be healthier. Like you have more added protection against things that often kill like broken hips or flu that right. the, the weight can actually help with the things that often, um, end up causing problems for older people. So, um, Interesting article from that perspective. I've actually blogged about a lot of kind of this stuff before and talked about it on the podcast about how um, weight is not the definition of health, but there are a lot of different measures yeah, of health. That's definitely so, for me. Yeah. That whole weight thing. <laughs> that, that, whole, that whole weight thing. I, just, um, I feel like I look really lean for the you, weight that I am right now. You are so lean right now. I've but never I'm seen a, you I'm leaner. I'm the heaviest I've... I'm, almost the heaviest I've ever been. No way. I totally don't believe that. No, no, no. I'm like, the heaviest I've ever been is 10 pounds over this. Mm. But right now I'm sitting at like 225. You look, you look really good. I'm like, everyone look at me like, are you, are you losing weight? I'm like, fuck no, I'm not losing weight. (laughs) What are you talking about? Well, you're leaning out and you're doing it the right, like slow kind of way that we've talked about. Yeah. but I'm leaner. Getting stronger. So, um, mm. that kind of leads us into our topic yeah. for the show, which is making gains. Um, so even though you're, um, 
getting smaller, you're obviously making muscle gains yeah. because <laughs> your weight is staying the same, but your body is shrinking, which means you have more yeah, muscle or, mass. Yeah, it's redistributing. Yeah. And it's definitely, but my butt is getting like bigger. And it's like, I have not seen your butt get bigger. <laughs> I feel, it feels like it. I know because my pants now have this weird gap thing that I'm not used to. <laughs> That's also, I think, because your your stomach seems a lot flatter. Yeah. But yeah. it's like definitely annoying. Because <laughs> I'm like, what? What is. Where? Why? Why? I know. You already went down a pant size. That's annoying. Most people would not say that going down a pant size and getting a butt was annoying. It's it's really not, but it is because of the budget in which I have to spend on clothing. Yeah. And now, like, now I'm just like, I'm just going to buy stretch dresses and call it a day because I cannot afford to continue buying more jeans and Unique thrift store has, like, it's it's like its own department store. Yeah. Um, so speaking of, I forgot to put this as a link in the show notes for what's happening on the internet, but totally apt for our topic. Have you seen all the buzz around Heidi Powell talking about making gains? Negative. Oh my goodness. Okay. So we're totally going to have to put some stuff in the show notes, but I'm sure our listeners are a little bit familiar. So Heidi Powell is the wife of Chris Powell, who they together do the Extreme Makeover Show. Oh yeah, yeah. And they're CrossFitters and yeah. she's very lean. She's, yeah, I've she's seen a, her. she's like a bikini model yeah, yeah. kind of lean. I've seen her like I've seen that show because it gets me all jazzed and then right. I'm like I can work out I right you're like kettlebell swings and tire flips I got you <laughs> yeah I, and then I lay on the sofa well that's um, the kind of show that I like I have on in the background yeah. like people are working out with me I got them <laughs> everyone's like are you okay yeah so she did the Smolov program at the same time that I did the Smolov program and started working on um making gains to her glute at, <laughs> at that time. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think you... you yeah, I did this, mention it. So she had, she had she had kind of like a before and after at that time. Well, she has continued to focus on less Metcons and more... Um, strength gains? Strength gains and strength training. And she upped her calories by something like 2,000 calories that a day. Right. And um, posted before and after pictures. She gained 10 pounds, but... Those curves, though, okay, like it's it is amazing how effectively she put the weight exactly where she wanted to put the weight. She's also like into the science of putting the weight where you want to because, like, that's a beauty of being a bodybuilder. Exactly. So that's exactly what she she focused on, like putting the weight where she wanted to put the weight and did it really, really well. And then she blogged about it and was also on Doctor Oz about it this week. So we can put some of those links in the show notes, but. Those will be a really good pairing with talking about um, making games. Making games. Um, they, the Powells do carb cycling, and so I tried that. It didn't work for me, but mostly because um, I just eat too much <laughs> and <laughs> I don't weigh and measure. And like for me, I just could not get satiated on like the carbs that they wanted me to eat and right. like. I just needed more things and I accidentally just kept putting fat on those things because I'm used to that being my satiating thing instead of carbs. And I've never tried carb cycling. It just seems like too much science for me. Um, if it fits your macros for me is already a lot of science yeah. when it comes to food. It's so. very similar to if it fits your macros because right, you're like, just, you're timing when you eat those macros. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Like, so. the timing of food right now is, like... Just the fact that you're eating it is... Well, it's it's happening. Yeah, so exactly. I'm, I'm not trying to worry about that. If yeah. it fits my macros, cool. Yeah. It doesn't... I think you're probably actually accidentally doing a lot of carb cycling, too, because you, you have a, a low-carb breakfast, right? Like, yeah. you have a egg white 
Whatever, well, whatever the hell you're doing. I have. I probably have a pretty high carb breakfast. Really? Yeah, like an oatmeal and banana oh. situation. All right. Well, I don't know then. Well, I mean, that might be your refuel meal because you work out late. I work out really late. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> anyway. Um, so, it's interesting. Check it out. Um, I have a more... I have a different approach, obviously, to how I fuel my body because I don't depend on carbs in order to work out and... Viv has a much more kind of moderate approach where she's not necessarily paleo, but she's also not like over carbing it up and yeah. carb cycling and all that kind of stuff. Um, the way that Heidi Powell outlined. So it's really, it can be done whoever you are and however yeah. you want to do it. You just got to find a, a plan that fits you. And I think that's the biggest thing that I want to say about making gains is you can read like a bajillion things in the internet yeah, about different different way to make gains, right? Like you can you can be a fruitarian bodybuilder. Yeah, Bullshit. You can also um, but you can also a like vegan bodybuilder. Right. The fruitarian fruitarian is worse than vegan. It's like only fruit. Yeah, I don't know. Right. You don't know about that life. No. Because you I'm like to like, eat meat. Yeah. <laughs> That's a serious like yeah. So no matter what you find, if what you're you trying to build muscle, that? people are going to tell you that you have to eat protein because that's the amino acids that are going to like replenish your muscles. Mm-hmm. They're also going to tell you that you need some carbohydrates so that the glycogen can replenish in your muscles. Balance between the two. Right. You do need both of those things, and it's just a matter of like when and how much that people play with. Mm-hmm. So Viv. Yes. Top five favorite easy proteins a uh, shake <laughs> i like the peanut butter quest shake yeah that's my favorite you, you like the peanut butter sh- the peanut butter quest i can't do whey so i do the m and h natural that's really chocolate. good too yeah see but like that those are my like few savory things otherwise i'm like do you have a steak you mean your few sweet things yeah yeah, yeah. i don't do sweets that often yeah. i'm not even just like, when you come to my house <laughs> yeah when i come to your house because like not a lot of people just make some whipped cream out of like nothing i know and it's, it's so good it's legit at my house I, that thing was on the table and i was like i'm about to squirt the whole thing in my mouth but the kids are here so i can't because i have to be an adult when we go back upstairs the kids will be in bed you'll be fine <laughs> um but i do that and then liquid egg white mm-hmm um, I like making like egg muffins for the morning if I'm on my way out of the house. Yeah, you mean There's, just like mini frittatas inside like mini egg, frittatas. egg mm-hmm. um, inside muffin pans? Yeah. yeah, and I'll do it, or I'll do it like as a whole egg, like sunny side style. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with yeah, the like a bacon cup mm-hmm. or or a sausage can cup it, from yeah, your recipe. Yeah, from yeah, Real yeah. Life yeah. I use that sausage recipe on the bottom. I'll cook that and Hello then I'll put sweet. the egg on top and then I'll bake that again. That's actually a recipe in Eat Like a Dinosaur, ironically enough. Yeah. Did you see how we reuse recipes across the internet? Also, Canadian ham works really well if people are yeah. trying to keep it lean. Um, yeah. Canadian ham is, is lean and would and fit really well. And I do the yolk. Well. Yeah. I don't do no yeah. yolk. I do the yolk because yeah. I need it. And then, um, what is that? Three? That's three. Yeah. I like, I like ribeyes. <laughs> I'm not even going to deny that. Like, if you give me a 16-ounce ribeye, I'll probably marry you. It's not really that hard. <laughs> You should come for Friendsgiving tomorrow. <laughs> really big steaks upstairs. Yeah. I'm doing a service event tomorrow with my buddies from college. It's my frat. Yeah. 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 I used to be in a service fraternity. It's fake frat. It's cool. I just can't even with you right now. <laughs> I was like, is this real life? Is no, this it's real life. I went to the school like across the street from here. <laughs> when I went to that school, there were no frats. 
There were definitely frats. You were just not in them. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I, I was about 150 pounds heavier, and nobody wanted me in their frat. <laughs> and then, um, I like fish better than chicken. I have yeah. fish a lot during the week, actually. Yes, yeah, so we've talked about that before on the podcast, is fish is much better for you in terms of a lean protein, because first of all, the amino acids are more easily digestible, especially post-workout, when your digestive system is in that flight mode rather than in, like, rest and digest. It's Mm in um, flight and fright. What do they call that? Fight and flight. Yeah. Um, And so also it has a much higher ratio of omega-3 to omega-6 fatty acids, which means... You don't have to take fish oil and stuff to keep your bones and your hair and all that kind of stuff feeling good when you're working out. So I talked with Brian Shaw about that when Brian Shaw and I were just chilling like villains up at the <laughs> at the, at the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> um, yeah. So when you eat fish, how do you eat fish? Um, well, it's usually like a pan seared like. Um, swordfish mm. steak mm. and then I'll swordfish eat that. is a good one and then i'll eat that with um fish sauce and chilies and just like rice just like a little thingy mm-hmm. on the side and i just dip it and yeah. however much of the fish i eat with my little bowl of rice and yeah veg that's so asian of you i mean it's easy <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah simple. for sure I end up usually just doing canned fish, and I do it at lunchtime. So I do a lot of, like, canned tuna or canned salmon, and I keep a jar of chosen foods, avocado oil, mayo in the fridge at work, and I literally just, like, stir it together and then put it on top of greens. And, um, okay, so that's the way I eat fish. I also really like anchovies on Caesar salad. When we go out to eat, that's, like, one of the first things that I look for on a menu because it's a, a good Caesar salad with real anchovies on it. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I'm doing my good girl thing and getting in my healthy foods, but it tastes so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, oysters is another, oh. like really good energizing protein so good. the it's oyster season the zinc and the b proteins mm. are really good for you um let's see and then i'm gonna go with mnh naturals protein powder and my other one's probably um most frequently ground grass-fed beef because it's really high in omega-3 it's, it's really so filling easy. and it's easy and you can make almost anything out of it like you can make sausage with ground beef you can make taco salads you can i mean just like we just usually like throw vegetables in a pan with some ground beef and like that ends up being dinner and especially cabbage it's so good with cabbage like i could just go on and on about food yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like it's so it's so versatile and it cooks really quickly and it's easy to keep in the fridge or the right. freezer. So um and it's not hyper expensive. Yeah. And they sell organic at Costco. Um at Costco now, yeah. which is in, really like, the one pound section. Yeah. And they have really good fish, frozen fish at Costco now. Um in the free in the freezer section they have organic frozen vegetables so like basically you could go to costco if you're a single person like you have you could go to costco and And get like three you could get like one bag of vegetables one bag of fish those salmon burgers that they have there are so good um you can like spread some um mayonnaise on it and sprinkle some dill on top and put it in the oven and it makes like that like 
caramelized mayonnaise thing. You see, I'm doing hand motions right now. I'm like thinking about food. I know. We need to move on. This is how you make gains is you just think about food all the time. Well, like really, because I was talking to Todd, he's trying to make, he's trying to put bulk, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I'm having such a hard time because I have to eat all the time. And I was like, I wish, I well, I don't wish. That's how I felt on carb cycling. It's like, I don't. I don't have that problem. Like, <laughs> I don't have that problem where I'm like, oh, I'm eating so much yeah. just to gain weight. I'm I like, think part oh. of the thing might be that people maybe say that because they feel guilty about all the food they're eating and they just want to let you know that it's intentional. Like, yeah. maybe that's just the feels that I would have. I don't know. No, I really almost sometimes don't even have a problem when I eat two entrees at dinner. <laughs> I just did it like a really hard training day. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to eat. A dozen oysters and then a whole boil bag of two pounds of crab. I don't care. Mm. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel bad about that. And Brian Shaw says that two entrees from the Cheesecake Factory is not plus cheesecake is just. I mean, it's total. It's totes legit. It's totally normal. Yeah, it is. Brian Shaw, his job is to eat. He does a good job, whatever he's doing. Um. Okay, so that's how you can get some. Get some foods in. Obviously, there's like a bajillion types of carbohydrate. Um, all the vegetables, basically. Yeah, all the vegetables. <laughs> Shocking as it may be, a lot of people don't think about vegetables as being a carbohydrate. But it is. Or they think only sweet potatoes are a carbohydrate. No. But there are carbohydrates in almost all the vegetables, especially like carrots, parsnips, rutabaga, um like, all your greens are carbs. Yeah, I mean, they're much lower carb, they're but lower they're still carb, carbs. Like, they're still carbs. Yeah. Um, Technically, in the if it fits your macro world. Plantains are a really good high-carb, high carb, um, you know, if you're if you're looking for a high-carb source. Because a lot of people are like, how am I going to get enough carbs without oatmeal or rice? Yams and sweet potatoes, which I... White just, potatoes, I mean... I just figured out, like, on the internet, it told are, me that yams and sweet not potatoes the are thing. not the same thing. Oh, and honey, I'm so sorry. And the other, and I was like... Oh, but those are the ones I ate when I was growing up because they sell like the boiled ones at the grocery mm. at the Vietnamese like Asian yeah. grocery store, like the taro root and that kind of stuff. The Asian grocery store has the best sweet potatoes because they yeah. have like the Japanese ones and because the purple that, ones. They have the actual sweet potatoes, yeah. and and then on the video, the sweet potato was all flexing and the yam was <laughs> not flexing. It was eating pizza. And I was like, does that mean we're supposed to eat like what? I think I that really there confused. there is more nutrients in sweet potato, but there's actually more nutrients in white potato than sweet potato, which is a little known fact. People think that because it's orange that it's got more, but that's just beta carotene. They did like a nutritional analysis of all the nutrients that are in potatoes versus sweet potatoes, and potatoes actually have more. So... The more you know. Um, also, <laughs> plantain chips are really good, like, with tuna. With Hello. Guac. Like, you can just I leave a bag of plantain chips, right, with guac or with um, tuna salad is um, often, well, that's how I used to have them. I don't eat plantain chips anymore because I don't work out, but, you know. <laughs> the feels. <laughs> Should I start playing the Adele album again? <laughs> <laughs> is it me you're looking for oh that's the wrong song um <laughs> final richie i did that intentionally have you seen the youtube yes. video it's so good i've just been spending a lot of time on the internet this tell. week i cannot tell usually i'm like what's happening tell me viv this week i've just been like in the internet I'm like literally in there scouring through the bookshelves like what's happening internet <laughs> Because the internet has bookshelves. They do. 
<laughs> they still know what the book I wish are. you were periscoping so people could see what my like going through the bookshelves. I'm like making swimming motions here, people. Um okay. So after people eat all the foods and stuff. Yeah. Um how should they add weight to the bar? So let's talk about the difference between volume versus max reps. It's all you. Uh, I, I talked about so much food stuff. Volume is like doing a lot of things at a lower weight. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is so fancy what you're saying. I know. Here. And then max reps is just like going on balls to the wall because I know things and stuff. Um, but I don't like. I think it just depends on how your body feels because there's some t- weeks where I'm like feeling real good. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do 40 pound jumps on my deadlift because that's usually not what people do, <laughs> but I do because that's who I am as a human. And because like, I find it, this is Vivian's philosophy on adding weight to your bar. I feel like when I'm early, if I'm warmed up and I feel good, I add more weight at the beginning because I don't want to waste my energy. At the beginning, because that's when I have all my energy. So I add all the weight onto mm, my bar, yeah. I do the rep, and then I slowly, like, decrease the additions. Like, it'll be a 40-pound jump, then maybe a 20, and a 10, and then a 5. And at the end, then I refine, like, my jumps more for the weight on the bar, mostly because then I've also either tired out, I have less energy, or that um, I'm... I'm starting to feel my body fail me. And that's how, like, I gauge it. I usually... I haven't been doing it by percentages at all. Like, (laughs) I haven't. That's just not how I've been training. So I'm sure Todd's going to have a lot of fun with that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I think... That's not how I do things. But a lot of people do it by percentages, and that's cool. That's whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah, I would say that the way that I've always trained... Um, it's different right before show prep, right? But like, if you're just talking about general training in order to make general gains, the, the way that's definitely the most effective for me is to do sets of something like three by three or four by three or three by five or as most one programming, right. As most as like five by five and, and where you're doing like the most amount of weight that you can do like on that, Mm -hmm. on that set. And then kind of, um, tapering off the weights and doing a bit more volume after you've done kind of max strength. That's how I've always trained. That's what works for me. I find that my body handles volume really well. So like men and women, you can look it up online, have general percentages and they're different for both men and women of like you get to your max and then what your three rep should be versus like your five rep and it's based on a percentage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And for me, I've always found that my ability to do a three or a five is higher than what they say the average would be. And I think that's because I'm less powerful and effective in like a one rep max than I could be if I tried harder on yeah. just one rep maxes. I think I right? slack off on my fives and threes, honestly. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's really just a matter of getting to know your body and how your body responds and recovers. I personally think, like, the biggest key to gains is recovery, right? Oh, yeah. So, no ma- doubt about Making that. sure that you're um, rolling out after, that you're eating right after, that you're sleeping really well, and that you're not overtraining. And people don't want to hear that, right? Like when they're trying to make gains, yeah. they want to do like everything all the days. Yeah. And honestly, your body. Look at my schedule. 
<laughs> your body has to be able to recover in order to build that muscle. It can, it cannot build the muscle if you are not resting. Right. You have to sleep and you have to right. rest in order to do that. Like you talk to, I bet if you went and looked at an Olympic like lifters training schedule, you would be shocked because right. they probably they cannot be heavy lifting every single day. Yeah. Like they just can't be. Yeah. There's a lot of skill and technique in that their work in general. And yeah. it's like cutting down an Olympic lifting motion to like the minutia of like dropping into a snatch is insane to me. Like today I was teaching snatch balance. This is why I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that workout. <laughs> I was really happy when another athlete showed up and I was like, yes, I don't have to do it with my athlete. Because usually I volunteer as tribute. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh my God. I totally saw it. It was so good. Do you see what's happening to me? I'm like, I'm watching all the things I'm reading on the internet. I don't, I've like, I'm so into it this week. I went and saw the double feature of Mockingjay. It was so good. So Another strong woman. We should all actually in the book. She was really quite a whiny brat. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So. Yeah. But for me, I usually do volume. I think like as a whole thing, once a week. Like I do a whole volume thing. Yeah. And then I'll do like today is probably my volume thing. Yeah. And then usually it's like really heavy movement. Some volume, but, like, generally on the heavy side one yeah. day. Like, super heavy. Usually my event day, because yeah. that's the stuff yeah. that has to be heavy. And then volume, and then conditioning. Yeah. And then the cycle continues, and I am going to be excited about it one day. <laughs> yeah, it depends for me <laughs> if I'm training three days or four days, but let's take four days. Then it would be, like, a leg day, an upper body day, and then a Metcon day and mm-hmm. an event day. Yeah. And if I was doing three days, I would add Metcons onto the end of the arm day or the leg day, right. and then I would have just an event day because that's both Metcon and strength. So yeah. it really depends on who you are, what your sport is, and how often you're lifting, but definitely talking to like whoever is helping you with your program or when you're looking at a program that makes sense for you. You know, like earlier this year when I picked Smolov, it was because it was like just squatting. Right. <laughs> I was like, I can do that. I can do that. So it depends on what your interests are. And I totally like a program like that where it's just strength, 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 and yeah. more strength. And it was both like, it was both. Wasn't it? it was, volume it was volume and heavies. And you know, it did, it did much more volume, but it varied it. Like some days it was, you know, higher reps at lower rates. And some days it was like, you want me to do what? How many times? Right. You know, and um, yeah, and you just you got to do it, and so that worked. That it worked for me. Um, so, but that I mean, at the end of the day, weight to your bar is how you feel that day because your PR on a Monday mm-hmm. could could possibly be not your PR on like a Tuesday. And uh, like the next week for like, women, it crazy. even more. It's even more because we got hormones. Yeah, and like. You know, your your hormones muscles. around when you're um, <laughs> menstruating affect when you can lift the most. Mm-hmm. So when you are, like, just finished with your period, you're obviously not going to be, like, uh, feeling your best. You're going to be, like, near anemic. You know, yeah. it's it's it not sucks. the time. Yeah. So you... And you know, it's really funny. Like, as you become a lifter, you start... Or as a female lifter, you know. Like, you... You know it's coming because, yeah. like, you're like, why am I PRing? <laughs> what the fuck is happening? It's like, this is a weird week. Like, why is everything so strong? And then the week out, you're like, oh, fuck. I get it. I know it. Thank you. Thank you. 
And then the week after, it's all recovery, and you're just like, oh, why does everything hurt when I'm doing this? Matt actually downloaded this app for me <laughs> that, like, tells me the exact day of my cycle, and he was, like, tracking it to, like, how it was affecting my lifts and also, like, different things about life, because like, when Matt I was moody tall. and, That's right, and, and when I was, like, you know. Anyway into the baby making without babies um and it's really interesting how it all like for women it is like so tied to your cycle he was uh-huh. he would be able to predict <laughs> like exactly what would happen on what days based on um my cycle so if that's that is totally something that um if you're if you're gonna train like i think as a female athlete i think people are starting to train that's, towards it. that's what i was gonna say like if you're really trying to be serious and make like serious gains being aware of that cycle and using it to your advantage and programming around it and yeah. pring the week that is the optimal time to do that right. and then doing a, a deload or a heavier metcon week the week that you know you're going to be weaker like yeah. these are the best ideas if you want to try to like maximize your training right so Cool. Um, just suffer the consequences. Okay, so <laughs> I have this thing before we go that sure. someone sent us, and also do the contact things. We do have two things. Oh, oh, are we gonna do that? Oh, okay. Oh, maybe we should save that for later. I mean, it's been a long time. Hold That's on. Whatever. We okay. Should, we should do it. We, we should do both. Okay, we got the the contact form on the blog is listening. Is working. It's what? listening and it's working. <laughs> um, Are you guys I, listening? Because yep. it's working. <laughs> it took us a really long time to figure out something super simple. It was probably this flag. It was like so <laughs> sorry. It pre- probably was a checkbox somewhere um, that was like send this to the void or send this to your inbox. Um, so we are so sorry, but it is working now, and we are starting to get questions that people are sending in and comments and stuff. So. Thank you so much, and keep doing that. Um, and so I'm going to read a note that someone sent us, Yay. and then we'll answer the question, because it is trying to be, like, A-plus student overachiever tonight. Well, I can also... S- okay, whatever. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's, Let's do this. Okay. So Susan sent us this super nice note that says, thank you. It's um, not a question, but she says, I just wanted to thank you awesome women for podcasting, sharing your stories and for encouraging women to lift all the things, eat the food and be true to who they are. As a 250 pound strong as fuck woman, I really appreciate you. Susan, you're our people. Fist bump. We appreciate you too. Thank you so much for writing and right. I know it's Viv is like new to the world of people giving positive feedback and she got such the feels about it. I'm also like and I'm terrible at positive feedback because, like, I'm hard on people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Oh, my God, a cat sitting with me. <laughs> oh, my God. If you start crying and singing Adele, I cannot. <laughs> it's so bad. My life right now. <laughs> it's just how a crazy Thanks, cat lady who sings Adele. Say. I don't know how I can inspire anyone. Okay. You going to do, are we going to do this? Yes. All right, you read it. Okay. Okay. Olivia writes. Hi, ladies. Love the show. You guys are always full of information and laughs. We try. Yeah. Probably more the second than the former. (laughs) I'm looking to increase my overall muscle mass, especially in my booty. I'm 5'7 and maybe 120 pounds. Not sure I don't weigh myself. Well, that's cool. After struggling with anorexia for several years, I found paleo and I have since regained back most of my health. However, I really want to add some curves back to my thin frame. 
I've been weightlifting several times a week in quite some time, but I've also been doing a lot of HIIT training, lots of jumping and burpees, etc. Should I cut back on cardio, HIIT training, and focus on eating, lifting heavy in order to reach my goals? I've been increasing my squats, deadlifts, and leg press, but I know I need to eat more in addition to just lifting. Any advice would be much appreciated. You don't have to read all that. Yeah, obviously. Okay. <laughs> there is more information that you guys don't need to know. I would um, I would definitely refer Olivia to the Heidi Powell post that we will definitely find and put in the link in the show notes because it sounds a lot like her story. Heidi has been really open about the fact that she used to have an eating disorder and was really, really thin and like mentally struggles with the idea of, of eating not more. Doing yeah, of not doing cardio and, and eating more. That would be my like, 100% yeah. concern. Like yeah. eating more, one. Two, if you have struggled with the whole, I have not with eating disorders, but um, if you have, I would imagine it's really hard to, the idea of not doing cardio when you've done it for like, yeah. a huge portion of yeah. your life. So I would say definitely that reducing cardio and focusing more on strength is going to help make gains. And Heidi talks a lot about that in her material that she puts together. And hopefully we've covered a lot of that for you today, but specifically like if you are really compelled to do something other than heavy lifting, you can do something like what Viv is doing, like pole or yoga, yeah. where you're not actually like metabolizing all those calories in a way that gets burned up, but you can, you're putting back with like body weight movements will help build muscle mass and strength. Yeah. I do a lot, like I probably do way too much that a person should do, but, um, uh, find a strength sport that you like that's outside of like the cardio intervals and hits yeah. and that kind of stuff because <clears throat> yoga is a strength sport despite what yeah a lot, like you can find a power yoga or a strength yoga type class and then they have uh, a pole obviously is a strength sport maybe not so obvious to people because people <laughs> make it look like really easy it's not <laughs> I look at it and I'm like how is that happening <laughs> well that's how I feel about yoga I'm like eh. <laughs> nope that's not the kind of strength sport I want to do. Um, but I think to consider if you're doing volume versus like max days and that kind of yeah. stuff and, um, all the stuff you mentioned earlier. So we've also talked a little bit on the show before about making that, um, dense muscle fiber that only comes from lifting heavy weight and the, even a lot of people say that they're strength training because they're using like a 20 pound kettlebell, but they're like swinging it 50 times. And that is more cardio or HIIT training or CrossFit than strength training. Like that's, I mean, that's going to help build, like, it's not going to keep you from getting muscle mass, right? But right. if you're talking about There's making gains, yeah, if you're talking about making gains and wanting to put that on, most people's bodies are going to use that as cardio and conditioning and not as like a mass right. building. So you want to focus on the most amount of weight that your body feels comfortable lifting. And for different people, that's different things. Like I'm twice your body weight, so I'm going to obviously lift more than you, right? So what's heavy for you... is relative. Right. So what's heavy for you is not going to be heavy for me. So I can't tell you, like, 50-pound deadlift or 350-pound deadlift. Like, I don't know what your deadlift is going to be, but you have to find, you know, the things that... When you're lifting it three times, it makes you sweat. Right. <laughs> yeah. When you lift it for the third time and you think there's no way I can fucking do this. What the hell am I doing? Oh my God, I can't do it. And then it gets up and you're like, boom sauce. 
that's when you know that it was the right weight. <laughs> when you're like, well, I don't know, and then you lift it, and you're sweating. After I you're swear I love it when my sister comes. My sister Jackie's been coming and lifting <laughs> with us a lot, and like she'll be like, I can't, I can't, and Viv's like, put it on the bar and pick it up. <laughs> and it's like, I can't, and I'm like, if you say can't one more time, you're doing burpees. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so you need a Viv in your life. That's the real answer that I have for you. Can't is not allowed. You haven't yet is what it is. Yeah. So definitely like the excess jumping burpees and stuff like that. If you're trying to make gains, I would definitely focus on lifting heavy and do like a heavier type style conditioning where you're doing it with weights, like lift weights faster, like Jen Sinclair style. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was trying to think of earlier. Good job. (laughs) High five. As a team. (laughs) An hour later. Um, yeah, Jen Sinclair stuff is really, really good. Um, and she has some programming for free on her site that you can look at. Um, uh, Nia too. Yeah. Yeah. So she, they, we podcasted with both of these beautiful ladies. Yeah. We can have Monica put links in the show notes back to those earlier episodes because I don't remember them off the top of my head, but (laughs) both of them could help with, um, programming, um, both available as well as custom to what your needs are. But, oh my gosh, we did so much stuff. It was a real show. I'm so proud of us. Yeah. I'm really proud of us too because. (laughs) Also making gains this week, I feel like is a totally apt topic because when this show goes live, people will still be sitting around rubbing their bellies from Thanksgiving. Yeah, they should so, probably start lifting. because You need to food. get up off your butt right now and get to the gym. Like, it's not okay to just sit around, well, not well, showering. That's not true. They might be shopping already. People were like that. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> you need to get to... You need I'm going to be at the gym. The you, day need, you need to do some things and stuff. I'll be at the gym on Thanksgiving. Who am I talking about? I'm weird. I'm weird. I know. I realize this. I've been doing that, though, since I was, like, 15. Anyway... Okay, whatever you say. <laughs> anyway. Cool. Well, it's been great chatting with you. Have a fantastic life. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, we really, um, this is really refreshing from the last few shows. So I'm so glad because when we started, I had the feels and you had the feels. Uh, and now, you, now you're jazzed to lift, right? Yeah, I can lift. Sweet. Sweet, sweet. All right. Stay strong, everyone. Go lift all the things and do all the things and stuff. Woohoo. Avoid the Adele album at all costs if you're trying to get in the gym. (laughs) Unless you want to cry in the gym. Oh, God. But if there was a woman listening to the Adele album while she was lifting in the gym. Hello. (laughs) I just can't. I want somebody to do. I know. It needs to happen. This is what I need. I need somebody to do like an Adele dub. But, like, sing hello to the bar. That's all I need. And I need you to tie me and Stacey. Thanks so much. Bye. Oh, what are you going to offer them if they do that for you? A high five. A high five. Or all the laughs. I don't know. But okay. I need it in my life. Okay. Maybe we can come up with something nice to give you if you do all the, if you do these things for Viv that make her happy. All right. For real, we actually are signing off now. Okay, Bye. Bye.